The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd, and joining me is my good pal, partner in crime, the Swaven Day Boner, Colonel Chubbs, Day Snazzy Pants, Mr. Jason Koopsik. What the fuck's cracking? I'm sick. (laughs) You sound like fucking hell. I sound like a Mexican cowboy from an old Western movie. Your new name is Dr. Ombre. I'm twisting knobs over here. Sorry. <clears throat> I got to make you sound sexier. I, I, It's fucking driving me nuts. You sound terrible. Do. You sound terrible. You sound really quiet. Well, I don't know if I could do anything about that. Anyways. Oh. Sorry, buddy. So what's That's up, That's okay. Man? We got lots of people here to make me feel better. We do indeed. We do indeed. Um, so we have uh, the paranormal team, three girls in the dark. And uh, why don't you guys go ahead, go around the room, uh, kind of introduce yourselves, and uh, what you guys are all about. I'm Christy. I'm one of the lead investigators. I'm Gina. I'm also one of the lead investigators. I am Emily, and I am a lead investigator and co-founder. We are the team. We are the three. The the three girls. Right now. <laughs> And I'm a woman. And I'm a woman. Played all the girls, and I'm the woman. I'm the base manager. I keep these bitches in line. And I'm Ryan. I'm one of two guys on the team, and I do research slash base camp and a little bit of investigating when we're feeling freaky. Um, We also have Jeff, who couldn't be here tonight, and he's our equipment guy. we have Melissa, who is our beautiful medium. Um, she couldn't a, make it tonight. She could not be here also, but she's a treasure. So mm-hmm. that's us. What do we do? We sit in the dark is what we do. We sit <laughs> in the dark. We just, we just actually sit there. We don't investigate. We just sit there. <laughs> and literally exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> so, I mean, in all honesty, though, like, how long have you guys been been a group as you are now? Oh, I would say year. four years. Oh, as we are oh, like, now. Well, okay, so the team has been together for four years, um, but we have added people to the team sure. over periods of time. Ryan came in um, about a year ago, in December, year ago. yeah, 2015, um, and Melissa came in in the July of 2015. Yeah. Jeff, I don't Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, we've been three girls in the dark has been around since 2011. And before that, individually, I mean, we've been in paranormal a lot longer. I personally have been in it, I guess, 16 years now, but I was doing things on my own and with other people. Um, I think all of us kind of have more, more than just four years experience under our belt, but as the team four years, I did a little bit of, um, abandoned house exploring a <laughs> few years before starting the team. Shh, don't tell anybody that. Um, <laughs> it's not, I mean, you know, there were no signs in most of the places I went. So I, anyway, uh, I did a lot of playing around with that. And then um, Gina and I went to college together 
and we reconnected through Facebook a couple years after graduating. And one day she posted about going on a paranormal investigation and was like, who's coming with me? And I said, yes. Nice. So basically she asked me to paranormal marry her. And I said, <laughs> yes. And now I am mom and she is dad of the team. So, and we all have our own nicknames, you know, like Christy's Mima because she always has lotion and candy and <laughs> she has a sewing kit in her purse too, by the way. Oh, awesome. so she is legit Mima of the team. <laughs> Uh, and we love her for that. She's obviously, that's that's her thing. I'm mom just because I have like all the equipment together and I have all the files and the computer shit. I do the website, um, Facebook. Um, Shauna does the email, case manager. She takes care of the phone calls, all the crazies that call us. Like I just got a phone call last <laughs> night. On Valentine's Day, it's some crazies. Oh, wow. Got a phone call, got a voicemail talking about schizophrenia, and I'm like, Shauna? How did this person get my phone number? It helps be a social worker, so. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I pick out the crazies and, and let us know who we should and should not take on for cases. So that's why she's perfect for the case manager. She's very organized as well. Like um, and she also people. sounds very soothing on the phone. Yeah. She's got a great phone voice, yeah. but then as soon as she hangs up the phone, she's like a fucking sailor. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's <almost like> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. Mr. Biscuit goes crazy. <laughs> <laughs> She does. She has one hell of a whisker biscuit. We uh, we call her Dirty Shosh because Dirty Shosh. She's dirty. She she's pretty dirty. She is. She's not as vulgar as some of us, but she's very very dirty, and you would not expect. Sounds <laughs> nice still. So that's good. Oh, thanks. We keep her around. Just because oh my God! This is gonna be the best fucking interview ever. Queen. Yes. He screams at every investigation. That's in awesome. a good way. There's always, you ever, there's always something that, that Ryan off. And we always are able to capture that great scream queen. Sometimes scream. it's been man-made. I have caused him to scream yeah. on purpose a few times, guys. Yeah. But we all just love to hear it so much that it just has to happen at least. It's once. good. It gets the energy up. Yeah. yeah. Nice. We like to do that on investigations. We hate sitting around in the dark doing nothing like I just said we actually do. Uh, we like to get the energy going, get the energy flowing, and uh, do dance parties occasionally in the middle of an investigation, two, three o'clock in the morning. We'll just get up and start dancing to no music. So, you <laughs> know. It helps. Believe it or not, it helps. Like, as funny as it sounds, it really does get the energy, like, going and mm-hmm. stirred back up. Absolutely. And especially it helps you get your second wind and you're like, okay, we're ready to go again. Right. I mean, I, we joke that we sit in the dark, but actually, I mean, we all work our asses off pretty yeah. pretty hard. Um but yeah, if we're kind of like, if nothing's going on and you want to stir up energy, just have a dance party. <laughs> it helps. We're like, yes. Well, yeah, because I mean, we're paranormal investigators as well. And everybody, a lot of people that listen are, and we all know the lulls you can get into in the middle of an investigation when nothing's going on. We've actually heard of people falling asleep on investigations before. And now none of us have ever done that because I would kick somebody's ass. <clears throat> but we've heard from several people that people will fall asleep. So if you're... I'll fall asleep, start to dance. Do a dance party. My mom's watching. Hi, mom. <laughs> <laughs> My mom. Mom, shout out. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so you guys know a group here in the Kansas City area. Um, oh, tell us about your relationship with Apex. Nope. Let's talk about it. No. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. Nope. No? Uh, okay, so um, I'm going to talk about them. Where's, where's their mothers? 
<laughs> I was going to say, yeah, was it Elijah that called you last night at 8 o'clock? Is that what happened? We gave birth to them. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, we love Oh, Sean joins right after we say that. No, no. Hey, Sean. I actually have something to say, though. I'm supposed to say who my favorite person on the team <gasps> Please say Sean. His name is Sean Elijah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my answer, and I'm sticking to it. That is so funny. (laughs) My favorite is Ed. Ed, well, you know what? I don't get a lot of interaction with Ed. He's never on Facebook, so I might like him. I might like him a lot more, but I never hear from him, so. Hi, Patrick. I'm, I'm, I'm giving a shout out. Patrick. Hi, Doyle. Hi, Sean. I'm never on Facebook either, so. He's P-Pop. He's P-Pop of the group. He is P-Pop of the group. That's right. Ed Oh uh, one of our listeners, Shaggy, who actually was the very first person to suggest to us to interview you guys. Oh yeah. And he wants to know what your guys' scariest encounters have been, Probably whether they're as a group or not. Well, no, giant bushes. No, I'm serious. That's a fucking terrifying sight to see. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Beware of the bush. Okay. So when. No, but seriously, I think um, when I say me, I think about Velisca. Well, yeah. I, I think we all experienced something really terrible, except for Shosh. Unfortunately, Dirty yeah. Shosh was not able to make that investigation, but the rest of us had a really weird experience at Velisca, and I think that's probably one of all of our favorites. Can I, mean, I, yes. I explain? Take okay. the floor. So, Velisca was actually my first investigation, and I wasn't officially on the team. I was lucky, and they pulled me in, and I went last minute. He um, won a spot. I did. He I won it yeah. on Facebook. And here we are a year later. Um, so, we get there. Gina brought an axe. Um, I mean, everyone pretty much knows the history of that house and what happened there. Um, so we're sitting there probably like 10 minutes in the investigation. Gina comes storming into the base camp, which is separate from the house. And like, I'm sitting here watching them set all this stuff up and I'm like just in shock in general. And she slams into the door. I jump, base camp jumps. And she's like, I'm in trouble. They're all mad at me. And she's freaking out. And I'm like, what happened? She terrified me. She um, was kind of playing with the axe in the house really scarily. And then all of a sudden she pops in and she scared me like that. So apparently, see what happened was. <laughs> what well, uh, happened was. My take on it. <laughs> um, I brought, missed a lot that happened in the house. Yeah. I brought an axe in and let me explain why. Uh, we're actually a very, we respect a location very much. We don't go in just guns a blazing. And um, like you see on some of these TV shows, but. Um, you know, we brought an accent not to like swing around at the kids and, and try to be disrespectful, but what we were doing was resetting up um, the kitchen scene on how the killer left it. And then we were gonna do an EVP session, so we had trigger objects. Uh, some of the things that were weird about it is that he left bacon. <laughs> yeah. He left um, like some food on the table or a bowl or something. Mm-hmm. And then he left the ax against the wall and he covered up the mirrors. So what we were doing was recreating that scene. So I brought the ax in to set up against the wall, not to try and like piss anybody off or scare kid spirits or anything like that. So, <laughs> um, it, but immediately, as soon as I brought it in, I don't know, things got really weird. And to be honest with you, 
I don't really remember a lot of it and the time span is different from what I remember and my actions are different from what I remember. It's almost like you're in a time warp or something. Yeah. Like no. the three of us were in the house alone and everybody else was at base camp and I swear like we've all talked about it a few times before and we're like it felt like maybe a five maybe a little bit longer than five minute period of time, but it was like 25 minutes, almost 30 minutes. And wow. when we yeah. watch it back on video and it's really crazy. It's like, somehow, somehow time slips away. There's a photo of me with the ax and it doesn't even look like me, which is really <clears throat> odd. But basically what was happened, I guess what happened, which is what they think, I guess you could call it body jumping or whatever. But as soon as I got in there, I became very angry and started arguing with pretty much everyone, especially Emily. And apparently I started twirling the ax like I had used an ax my entire life. And like like a lumberjack, which I don't ax anything. <laughs> I don't ax. So yeah, so um it was really weird and I remember like specific spots of go I would have sworn you that I brought the axe upstairs, which I didn't. And I kept looking at the ax mark on the wall, like I was very fixated on it. So after arguing with everybody for a while and having an ax in my hands, Emily pretty much kicked me out <laughs> of the house. And I that's when I stormed in the base camp and like I got mad at everybody at base camp. And then once I left it, um, it all went away and I came back in the house and it was okay. So it was kind could, of a very weird experience. She described having like a proud anger, like, it, for some reason, she said she felt really angry, but really proud that she was angry or something yeah, like that. It was that. a very strange feeling. And Christy and I had sat on the bed in the parents' bedroom, which we are told you're allowed to sit on the bed. Sure. So Christy and I sat on the bed, yeah. and Gina was so angry with us. I was really pissed bed. off that I thought it was very disrespectful that they would sit on the bed. I'm not sure why they told us we were allowed to, but as soon as they sat on that bed, something about it really pissed me off. Yeah. I and just, I think I, that was when I was like, you need to get out of the house. Yeah. It was just out very here. strange. It just didn't, the feelings, didn't feel like my feelings. It was a very weird experience for me, and I've never had anything like that happen to me yeah. before. And to this day, we don't, we can't really figure out what mm. spirit might have jumped her. We we try to figure out if maybe it was the killer that jumped her, or maybe it was the father. Because why else would you be so angry at us for sitting on yeah. the bed that the parents heard? And well, that I don't think it's the actual bed, but you know, the parents' bed. She was so angry about that, and she felt like we were disrespectful. The killer's not going to feel that way. But the proud anger thing was kind of weird. So we're like, well, maybe it was the killer. So, you know, it's kind of up in the air at this point still. That's very interesting, though. But now, since that time, has that happened to you since then? No. Not, Not since then, but you have been um, oppressed before. Yeah. You've been oppressed yeah. before at um, Morse Mill Hotel. Yeah. And then there was another place that I don't remember which It one. hasn't happened since then, though. Not since Velasco, no. No. Oh. And not that bad. But another thing that happened at Velisco, which was really, really weird and kind of terrifying after the fact because we were so confused, Christy and I were upstairs in um, the children's bedroom and we were alone. Nobody else was in the house. They were all at base camp and we had just finished up a session that had quite a bit of activity. We were there for about a half hour, I think. We had flashlight activity, K2, um, or something else that happened. I can't remember what it was. Oh, so there was a shadow that was seen on base camp's um, attic camera. So we were starting to wrap up and I stand up and Gina is at base camp and she radios over the trigger words, slay utterly, yeah. which is part of the, um, excerpt. The, the excerpt from the priest or whatever that had 
Yeah, he, he confessed in a newspaper article, yeah. and, oh and we used that basically. Right, and he was never convicted. <clears throat> Suffer no. the but children unto me and all that shit. He never, yeah. But he, he had confessed or whatever, and the words slay utterly because God had told him to slay utterly. So yes. Dina radioed these words over, and as soon as she radios this over, the floor shook, like violently shook. And we capture it on the DVR system. And Christy and I stopped in our tracks and we looked at each other and we almost couldn't like register what had just happened. We're like, did we just experience an earthquake? I think Christy, you said, did we just have an earthquake? And I looked at her and I was like, I have no idea what just happened. And then I think Gina radios back and she said, "Uh, the camera just shook. And at that point we didn't know that it was just that room that shook. And I said, the whole house just fucking shook. Like it literally felt like the whole house shook for like a whole But it didn't. So we go back to the DVR system at base camp and we watch, we go back and we watch about five minutes before that. And if we had eight cameras going, we had a camera in every room, the master bedroom, the children's bedroom upstairs, the attic, the living room, the kitchen, the bedroom downstairs and in, in the cellar, I think it was. None of those cameras shook except the for the room that we fuck? were in, which was upstairs. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, and then there was a camera less than like 10 feet away from it in the other room. So that one should have shook. <laughs> and here's, here's how well we do our research. We actually looked up um, <laughs> earthquakes. earthquakes that night and the only one yeah. was in Japan. Yeah. So there was no yeah. earthquake. Well, that's not close enough. Well, like here in <laughs> Iowa, I mean, here in Iowa, we, I, I say rarely because we had one fucking earthquake that was barely a tremor like less than a year ago um it's interesting that you say this shit like because johnny and i we talk all the time about how Velisca and like malvern manor where i'm at how close they are in proximity to one another because i mean it's just a stone's throw away and just the same damn road connects the two and um and um how you're describing the shaking of the house and that's exactly what happens at Malvern Manor as well is the whole fucking house shakes 10,000 yeah, square feet but there's a reason Malvern is shaking what would the reason it's because be? the foundation is falling in on itself <laughs> is that what it is if you honestly think that I honestly I do that. not I do not think that at all I do not think that yeah I mean like the whole house didn't apparently shake it felt like the whole house yeah. shook that's how yeah. violently that's freaking weird, though. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, but when we go back and watch the DVR system, literally there are eight cameras, and the only camera that shows movement is the one room that we were in. Wow. So we believe that yeah. it's possible that it's a paranormal occurrence, and it's possible <laughs> that maybe the trigger words triggered the spirit to manifest somehow by shaking the floor. Um, Jill just asked if we saw a shadow figure in the kitchen. Um, no. I don't think so, no. But... It's kind of interesting because leading up to the sequence of the floor shaking, base yeah. camp did see a shadowy figure come out of the attic. And yes. if you've been to Villisca, the attic connects directly into the kids' room through the yeah. hallway. Mm-hmm. So we saw a black mass on DVR. Yeah. It connects to the parents' bedroom oh. through the hallway. Well, yeah, but yeah. here's, like, the attic, and here's the kids' right. room. Right, and they're right all, like, around. literally right next to So it was just kind of a weird situation, but, I mean, we didn't catch it on DVR when we went back, but we saw it. It was really, really odd. Yeah. It was just, Velisca was a really interesting case. It, yeah. it, it really delivered <clears throat> activity. And to be honest with you, big places like that, they have a lot of people in and out of them. We yeah. don't expect a whole lot, but we were blown away by Velisca, mm-hmm. and yeah. we, we really want to get back in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, exactly. <clears throat> That's, That's a great one place, place I haven't been yet. Definitely go. 
Treat yourself. Yes. Treat yourself. I think you're you're coming and, with and me we, in May, we aren't you, Pam? We, we slept there. We stayed there. Oh, oh my God! Another thing that happened. Yeah. Okay, so speaking of sleeping, I slept right underneath the piano, oh, not yeah. knowing that you know hours earlier, apparently it played for about six minutes straight while we were not in the house. Mm-hmm. We have it on the audio. Yeah. We have and like we have the whole DVR system set up. We set everything up around like 4 p.m. and then we went to dinner and locked up the house. Mm-hmm. So you can see us setting everything up. And there's a DVR camera in the living room on the piano, and then you see everybody set the stuff up, and you see us all walk out through the kitchen. The door is locked, and I think about 15, 20 minutes after we leave, our EVP recorder picks up the piano and it starts to play like one key, and you know starts to get faster, and then it almost sounds like it's trying to play something like a song at one point, and then it slows down and then it stops. And I think it was like six minutes long that it did this. Damn. Nuts. Yeah. We haven't been able to put that online yet. I'm working on it. I'm slacking, <laughs> but I'm working on it. It's That's gonna really be online. Cool. That is really cool. Jason, you're coming with me in May, aren't you? I didn't know if we were going to. Yes, go we're to going. Blister get jackass. Yes, oh, we're going. Come on. Oh, <laughs> Come on. Of course we are. Come on. You have to go to Villisca. Yes. It's worth it. Well, no, I just didn't know if I, because it's the VIP event and I get to go to the Malvern part, I didn't know if I was going to get to go to the. You definitely need to just <clears throat> come pay us a visit because it would be a lot of fun for you. Plus, it's like yeah. it's huge, you know. I know a guy that knows a guy that can get you in there. You know a guy too. You know a couple guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anybody. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's good stuff. Well, Josh here is part owner, and I run the website for it. So. So you got a guy oh, that knows a guy. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Melanie. Oh, she's so cute. <laughs> so oh I want to ask you guys about another investigation you did that I went to as well. I was didn't make it to the one you went to, and that's Stratica. Did you have anything happen there, and what was that experience like? I think yeah. I was the only one that actually saw it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So we didn't actually have a whole lot of activity. Um, it was just us and um, Justin Spurrier and then um, the caretaker that took Marvin Melcott or Marcott. Sorry. So it was um, me, Brian, Melissa, and Christy. And Jeff wasn't there, right? No. Jeff wasn't there. And then um, Marvin and Justin. And we had the Myron. Whole- Myron, I'm sorry. Yes. Apology. Um, So we go down there, and it's first of all, it's beautiful, and it's so serene, obviously because of the salt. But like, it's just, it's just this wide open, like, completely black area, and you would think that that would be ominous or scary to people, but it wasn't. It was very calming, and we we enjoyed every minute of it. And as Melissa was, I think she was reading. Who was she reading? Myron. She was reading Myron, and we went pitch black. We turned off all the cameras, we turned off all the flashlights, and as she's reading him, we were in the train. I looked to my right, and I was in the front of the train, and I saw this bright flash of light in the corner of my eye. And you cannot get light down there. Like, there's, you can't get light. What, how many stories was it down? It's like 600 feet. Yeah, Yeah, like 600 feet below ground. So, obviously, there's no, like contamination like right. we had everything off and there was a flash of light and I was like oh my god didn't anyone see that and I think did you say you saw it someone yeah. else saw it I saw it but everybody else missed it and that was I've never seen anything like that 
to be honest with you. And I thought that was a really cool experience, but we didn't capture it on anything. So that was just a personal experience for me. But other than that, like, it was just a really calming, like, vacation. It was literally, it felt like we were on a um, field trip. It was was very, like, educational. Oh, my God. It was so cool. We got to to bring salt home. Yeah, bring salt rocks. Yeah, Yeah, I used to in my house. I have a time in my house. And then we stayed at this hotel that had a pool area that was like there were spaceships everywhere. <laughs> Can I tell you? Hold on. I just want to tell you something that's always a part of the adventures we go on is what hotels we end up staying at. Yeah. Some of them have been terrifying. Oh yeah. But I actually like adventures, so I'm okay with staying at a Roach Motel. If I find a dead body, that's really exciting. To me. Yeah, so we're, we're okay with dead bodies. Totally okay with it. Totally okay. But then we get to find these amazing pool areas with astronauts floating from the ceiling. Like, it was actually really fun. No, so, that's, cool. yeah. that's because they have that museum there. Yeah. Uh, which I went to when I was a kid as well. Um, but yeah, Stratica I did three times. Um, have experiences? No. Well, we heard some stuff, but there's so much stuff that might be falling from the roof. Yeah, yeah they were still blowing up stuff, yeah, like, they were still... not too far from where we were. Yeah. So we did hear, like, noises, but we wrote yeah. it off as being the worst. One, uh, one of the times, Justin went with we, me as well, and uh, we were with Four State Paranormal. I brought Four State Paranormal there, and uh, Myron took us out to the farthest part he could bring us and dropped me and Justin off and left us there for six hours. Oh, wow. (laughs) Justin has 30 plus different types of spirit boxes, rare ones, crazy ones. I'm not a big fan of those necessarily, but he tried every single one and absolutely nothing on any of them. Yeah, we didn't have any evidence. Like, we went over our evidence. We didn't have anything captured on audio or video. No, it was kind of just more of, like, a spiritual experience yeah. for me, honestly. It was it more. Was. It was really more about just experiencing the energy down there, because how often are you that far below the Earth's surface? Or what about the parking lot experience that we had? Yeah, it and was just had, a really cool time. We were doing... I don't know if we're allowed to talk about that. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> okay, so we did some stuff outside. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can just put whatever you think in that spot. We did some things outside and we were like, we, like letting uh, our flowers go in the wind and it was like beautiful it outside. Was, it was really we a spiritual like spinning around. They, they were vaping. <laughs> well, and I have a theory about that place because I do cleansings and I work a lot with salt. When I go into a home, I cleanse with Epsom salt and that whole place is salt. So mm-hmm. I think if any place is gonna not have paranormal activity, it would be that place. Right. It's yeah, just that a, was kind of my conclusion I, as well. There's, I don't think any entity could really yeah. hang out there. That's what actually what Melissa said too. too. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. So, and she's so Myron she's, and the miners do have experience down there. So I don't know. Maybe it's just because they're down there so much. Our medium said that it could be spirits brought with the people that are down there. That's what attachments to the people. Yeah. Yeah. They were there for people specifically because it was so easy down there to get through. Right. Basically, it was like the contact space. Yeah. Yeah. I was so upset when they decided to cancel the event because that's what all that was for they were putting on an event and they asked me to book groups to come in to hype up the event yeah we were supposed to be a part of that event and we were upset when it was canceled too we got in yeah well at least you guys got in because i had to personally call two other groups that took it personal that i told them that they couldn't come after they canceled (laughs) but it's okay it's not a big deal (laughs) i 
that place was awesome. It was one of the, no matter, paranormal aside, one of the best experiences I've ever had just roaming around down there. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of our favorites for sure. So what do you guys, what do you guys have coming up this year? Oh. <laughs> That's actually, there's a lot on our list. We just haven't like solidified dates for most of them. We yeah. have one that yeah. was just scheduled. We're doing the Lent Mansion in April with Detroit Paranormal Expeditions. That'll be fun. Uh, in, what's that? That'll be fun. Yeah, yes. and uh, actually we love Lent Mansion. We are always there. We're always there drinking. Um, in the bar. So uh, we haven't actually investigated um, collectively as a team. I've been there and I stayed the night in 2008 and I investigated drunk. We've investigated a lot of their whiskey. That's yes. about it. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I stayed the night and I ran around like a idiot in this mansion, wasted, and didn't do any investigating at all. So I uh, barfed. Yeah. Are we going to take shush? You've got shush. Oh, I don't know. We haven't really talked about it. <laughs> I didn't but, actually drink that on April 7th. I, I did get yelled at for being too loud in there. Oh, yeah. There was a, a dinner theater going on. And what did she say to you? She goes, we're trying to do something in here. My <laughs> bad. So I've actually spent the night there myself. Uh, prior to the team, I investigated and rented a room out. Um, but we haven't done it as a team yet. So I'm actually really excited because we're in there all the time. And it's right by our house. And we're pretty good friends with a lot of people who work there, so yeah. we're finally owner, like we are really good friends with the owner. We love him, and we're always promoting the mansion all the time. It's gonna be—they're gonna see a whole new side of us once we actually get serious and go yeah. to work instead of being like hammered <laughs> wow, at the bar. Idiots at the bar. <laughs> they're gonna be like, "Who are you people?" Because I mean, we—I mean, when it's time to work, we actually, you know, we go to work, and when it's not, we don't—you know—we're we're not serious yeah. Yeah. <laughs> at all. So. Um, work. <laughs> I'm excited to get in there. It has a lot of history, um, not just with the family, but, you know, the land and uh, the caverns underneath. And there's a lot of um, Indian history there also. Native so, American. Yeah, Native American. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Gonna be all fucking PC about it, don't you? <laughs> well, Emily's Native American. I so am. Every time I say Indian, I get yelled at. <laughs> every time I say Indian, oh, my yeah. gosh. That, that's her feathers, okay? I feathers. 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 Now, that was probably super inappropriate. <clears throat> yeah. 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 But, but like, getting back to the mansion, though, okay, like, the... Real quick, since Justin's still watching, no, I don't know anything about haunted buttholes, and I'm not sure what we're doing in Vegas yet. Maybe you'll just have to wait and find How out. How about, when is Justin, when are you coming here for Transworld? How about that question? These are our these are our haunt friends, not the real haunt, the fake haunt. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Oh, and then we also have um, we're trying to schedule with Ashmore Estates, which is in Illinois. Yeah. Um, we're going to try to do a daytime investigation, which we're really excited about. Um, obviously, everybody investigates at night because your senses are heightened and blah blah blah. But shit happens during the day too, so we're you know excited to see what we can find broad daylight yeah you know like when you talk about claims and hauntings it's not just always at night so i'm always like why do we always do them at night not that you can't do them at night but they're always at night so i'm really excited to do something a little bit different do it do it during the day and i think we should actually do more of them yeah but um also we can't forget that we're doing the golden rod in may with apex shout out to the apex boys <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but the Goldenrod is kind of a hidden gem here. Uh, in, well, it's actually in Illinois. It's not in yeah. Missouri, but right you cross, Yeah, you got to cross the river to get to it. But, but they're moving it's our to. Favorite. They're moving to um, <laughs> down by. The riverfront. The riverfront. Yeah. So they will be in St. Louis. Are they moving by Union Station? They're supposed to. Yeah. So I don't know when, though. the the Golden Rods is like one of the very first showboats I think that was in our area and it has a lot of history and the place is amazing. It's dilapidated and beautiful and um, it has a lot of history that like like the <clears throat> captain is still haunting the boat and a lot captain of things. Minky. Captain Minky. Captain Minky and. Um, it's just one of our favorite places to be. It hasn't really been exploited yet, so it's kind of a cool spot. We tell a lot of people to go there. <laughs> well, it's kind of a hidden gem still. I mean, there it, actually have been some paranormal. It hasn't been hoarded out yet. If you yeah, want to get it's in not there. a paranormal horror location yet, <laughs> um, but I'm sure it will be once it's relocated. It's going to be a lot more in view by the public. So, because it was kind of tucked away where you couldn't even really find it. When you, whenever we went out there for the first time, we drove by it like three times before we actually saw it. So. But it is it is a very beautiful showboat and it never had an it never had an engine. Right. No. It was always pulled by another boat. Um and then there's like Rose, I think her name was Rose. She was an actress on the boat. She is a spirit that roams the boat. There's also a touchy feely spirit. Oh hey. She likes boots. <laughs> so Hello. if you have any friends that want to get felt up, bring them to the golden <laughs> Just bring them on. <laughs> Get some action on Valentine's Day, you know. You should look that place up. Like you should see the outside of this place. It's amazing. It's gorgeous. Nice. Yeah. So back to like the uh, like daytime investigation, nighttime investigation, gearing up for something like that. How are you kind of looking at a daytime investigation as opposed to a nighttime investigation? Are you going to basically go in and do everything pretty much the exact same as you would at night? Or are you going to switch it up a little bit? Well, there, the only thing that we would actually need to change is we don't need any of our IR lights. Yeah, for sure. For so, sure. uh, in the dark, we won't have that problem. We won't need any flashlights, really, except for, I guess, there are some basement areas that are lower light, so right. we might need some flashlights for that, but we won't need to charge them. We don't need to charge the lights, so that's less work. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that's really the only difference. Uh, I think we're approaching it the same way. I mean, yeah, like yeah. we said, like, claims and can happen the same during the day. Um, and it's not on a busy road, so it's not yeah, like I was say, we don't have contamination to, with yeah. like traffic or anything. Well, that's good. You know? There's obviously more traffic during the day on roads than at night, but it's not on a busy road, so we won't have that problem. That'll be awesome, though. Yeah. No, we're really excited for that one. For sure. You might get some sleep that night then, right? Yeah. We get to go home and sleep in our own beds at night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know about that. I might actually have a paranormal hangover before I fall asleep. <laughs> you know, it's like day drinking. Whenever you start day drinking and it's time to go to bed at 8 o'clock at night, you already have a hangover and a headache. So. <laughs> well, this is going to be a great fucking time, isn't it? <laughs> oh, man. Jason, are you alive over there, bud? Did you throw up yet? Yeah, I am. Did you no. throw up? No, I haven't done that yet. Okay. <clears throat> I've actually thrown up yet. You just missed it because I'm that good. You just totally no. missed it. <laughs> swall- it went right there. She's lying. It, she swallowed it back down. Oh. <laughs> I didn't swallow it. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even. <laughs> Oh my god, I had a question. It's gone forever. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to say. I'm package, guys. I snort as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> At the same time. Oh, okay. 
bad. So how about some of the um, questions that you know any any sorry any interview you probably get? Where do you want to go that you haven't been yet? Oh, or that you may not be able to get into even. Ooh. Um, how about a castle in Ireland or something? I want to do a castle. Not or a Dracula's big. castle. I'm going to go to Dracula. I don't sure. really have a specific place, but I would like to do a castle not in the United States. Yeah. That would be how awesome. How many castles are there even here? If there's a castle in the United States, take me to it, because I'll go. Pythian castle. Technically, it's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Someone actually asked about Pythian in the in the oh, comments, go. which we haven't really made a decision yet. If we do decide to do that, it will probably be later in the year. I've walked uh, through the place. To pay the money for yeah. the place, honestly. Yeah. So we have a question <laughs> on the comments from our buddy Justin. No, we are not doing a party this year in March. For transfer. Uh, yeah, I was going to leave that out of there. But yeah, no, we're not going to do that again this year. We are going to be doing something, though. We're not and that. we will be at Transworld, and we will get to see all of our haunt buddies, but we won't be hosting a party. But what we are doing is involving... Um... Don't tell them. Okay, it's a secret. <laughs> I'll be posting about it. Huh? Are you talking about my thing? Yeah. We I'll, be posting, I'll be posting about it soon. I don't even know. You know, know. know. You all know. Trust you me, you do. You just aren't yeah. thinking, right? Oh, yes. okay. You know. Trust me, you know. We can't give all our secrets away yet. It's not like an event or anything. Oh, I'm like... It's not... No, 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 no. It's not... But we're going to have some fun. How about that? That'll be oh, a lot. Oh, Okay. How about... I didn't do that, that I promise. <laughs> Uh, what, you just went walk there. us through. Um, <laughs> he just said a it. Typical investigation with you guys. Sorry, sorry to cut you off. No, you're fine. <gasps> Fuck it. Uh, I really don't think there is a typical. <laughs> well, we do. I mean, we have a typical setup. Like we come yeah. in, we get the hotspots. We do the walkthrough with the owners of the location. We get all the hotspots so we know where to put the, the DVR system and the cameras. We find out where we need to set base camp up, which a lot of times we are able to bring. Um, Mima has an RV, which is amazing. It's like has a bathroom. It's like no matter where we go, base camp. Like seriously, so That's you can even important. shower in this base camp. By yeah, the way, it's true. So we take that wherever we can if it's in a good distance, and we set up our base camp in there. And um, basically, once we get all of our DVR system set up, it's kind of like. A free for all at that point. If we're feeling like we want to go to this room, we go to this room. If there's activity in that room, we go there. But we also do like to make sure that we're investigating at three o'clock in the morning. That's one of the only things we really try to make sure that we do. Um, but other than that, it all depends on the location, depends it, on the activity. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it really, you know, we kind of let the place guide us. Um, we definitely have places that we want to hit and try and investigate. But I think if you listen to your in intuition and kind of let the place tell you where to go, you'll have a better outcome than going, I'm going to be here at this time. Yeah. Yeah. But then you might be missing something over here right. mm -hmm. when you're hearing things over here and you're like, no, I, I planned on doing it. Like sticking to a schedule is kind of hard because I think sometimes you actually miss out more. Right. I agree. Do that. And I actually just had an experience and you guys were there uh, when we went to Blackford County Jail. I felt like I wanted to go down to the, um, the basement or the cellar area. I really wanted to go down there. I think you had already been down there earlier in the night without me. And I was like, Ryan, come with me. I want to go down there. So Ryan and I, and then um, Brittany from Paranormal or Parasol Sisters, which is our one of our friend teams, uh, we teamed up with them for this investigation. Me, Brittany, and Ryan went down there. And as we're walking down there, we start to hear what, at first, what sounded like to us was oh, like furniture moving. Yeah. It sounded like really, really heavy, yeah. like, like a dining table, like being 
pulled across a hardwood floor. And we were like, what the fuck is that? And we were like, these assholes are upstairs making all this noise while we're trying to investigate. And we actually were like, Shauna should know better than this. Like, why <laughs> Why are they doing this while we're investigating? They're walking me going, are you yeah. moving? I'm we, like, no. Yeah, and we were like really far down there where we should, even if they were moving, we shouldn't have been able to hear that. Yeah. So we're radioing, we're like, what are you guys doing? Why are you moving? What are you doing up there? And Shauna's like, we are completely still, nothing is happening. So this continues to happen several more times. And then I actually felt like I had, I'm starting to tap into my abilities and I don't like it. So um, I, usually, <laughs> I usually like steer away from that because I She's try to be, up. Yeah. I don't want to be open. I want to be closed. I'm close that shit up. <laughs> so I started to feel like there was a paranormal presence of something that had never walked the earth, something Native American, something super, super ancient. And I just randomly had this feeling and so I started to talk about it. And our K2 actually started going off like crazy. The EMF or the, the motherfucker one, the MF one, yeah. that thing started going crazy. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, as soon as I talked about what? this, Hold on. it showed up. Why is, why is the, why is ours, can I talk? Well, no. <laughs> no. Why are we the only people who have an MF one? Everyone else has the, the ED. It's well, because they're now called the ED, but we got like the first run of them, I think. So anyways, that's not even the end of the story. <laughs> well, actually, after we went back and listened to the EVP of what sounded, what we thought sounded like dragging a furniture, when you listen to it on the EVP, it sounds like a Native American drum, like in a drumming circle. Whoa. And that happened right before I randomly had the thought of a Native American-like spirit. So it all kind of like went together and we were, we kind of freaked out. We were like, oh my God, you know, and we actually don't have the audio for that. Uh, Brittany has that. So we were waiting to get that from them whenever they get it together, Brittany. Brittany, hurry up. <laughs> so we can post that on our website. Cause that was a, that was an interesting thing. We do have that on um, video. We have the E or the, I keep wanting to call it E, the MF or one. We have that MF going on in K2. So we have evidence wow. of that, but that was a pretty cool experience. Yeah. That's freaking sweet. Yeah. My dog's freaking out right now. I'm sorry. Oh. Stop being a dick. Love me. Yeah, that's exactly what he's after too. Oh. So, do you have any plans on doing other paranormal type things like UFOs or Bigfoot or, oh, or, or any of that stuff? Show your boobs. There you go, right there. <laughs> Yeah, um, I've actually had a UFO experience myself. So yeah, I think we're open to we love cryptozoology, yeah. all of that. Shit. It's just not our area of expertise. So if there's like other groups out there that are like, yeah, we totally yeah. do. UFOs, if they invite or, us, we'll go. Take us under your wing. Apex has. <laughs> well, yeah, but like we weren't able to go to that. So like, if someone, I sick, actually have a funny story about Apex's Bigfoot hunt. <gasps> I, I was invited to that, and I was going to go until a few days before when my ch plans changed, and I wasn't able to go. But the night of, I freed up, and I didn't have anything to do. So I decided I was going to drive out there and try to scare the shit out of them. You're going to fuck oh. with them. <laughs> so I drive out there. I get out there about 10 o'clock. I have flannel and boots and jeans on, and I'm carrying my GoPro on a monopod and a machete. Oh. And I'm hiking around this. Are you trying to get shot? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> no, I mean, I, well, I, I, I'm lucky that I didn't actually, but, um, 
I'm a big outdoorsman. It's my other passion in life. I go hiking and camping and all that all the time. So I know what I'm doing out in the woods. And I was carrying the machete in case, well, it was dark and, you know, Bigfoot and all that. But <laughs> Bigfoot. Um, there was this big lake in the middle. And I pull up, and I've never been out there before. And I saw flashlights on the other side, and I assumed it's them. So I go drive around and try to find them. And then at one point I park and try to walk all the way around. And then I saw the flashlights on the other side and I drove around. And I spent about an hour trying to find them. Then I realized there were jetties and different things out in the middle. And there were, weren't just one lake. It was many. So I was banging on stuff and I was trying to sneak up on them. Finally, I found out where these people were. And I walked out there, and they went running off to their car. At this time, I still thought it was Apex. <laughs> they jump in their cars and leave. And I get, I'm get i walking back to my car. I don't have my phone on me, actually, at the moment. I'm, it's middle of the night, full moon. This preserve is in the middle of a cornfield. Oh. I'm walking with the machete in one hand. And I'm, even though it's October, I'm sweating my ass off because it's uh, like a uh, wetlands. If somebody would have pulled up, they would have thought they were in a horror movie. But when I got back to my car and I called Sean, they moved where they were going the night before, and I was out there scaring the shit out of somebody else. Oh. <laughs> and then did you go online to look up this story? Because I believe somebody posted about it. Right. Yeah, they brought us on Yeti. Yeah. And then they called the paranormal team and, team and told them their... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. How many, how many Yetis carry around a machete? Yetis and machete! Yetis with machete! That's my band's name. Yetis with machetes. Yeah. Well, um, they probably didn't see the machete, but I am over six foot tall and <laughs> pretty big guy, and it was dark, so. Oh. <laughs> with a long so drive. Uh, I wish that I would have seen that. I think Bigfoot's a portal jumper. That's my yeah. opinion. Oh, I just joined. Oh, late. You're late? I don't know. My very first paranormal experience was a UFO when I was seven. So I'd like to hear your UFO story, Gina. Okay. Um, it's... <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I, I, I was, okay. I'm really excited about it. So um, I was about 16 and me and two of my friends were driving home uh, late at night. And to get to my neighborhood, you can skip the highway and take a back road that's a flood road. And um, so we take it. It's called Mo Bottoms. Mo Bottoms. It's called Mo, Mo Bottoms. Bottoms. Mo Bottoms. And, you know, I mean, it's like just cornfields and uh, there's like nothing for miles. And like you can see the sky and it's great. And we're just three girls, like, not these three, but <laughs> we had another three, three girl team before us driving, um, down driving down Mo Bottoms. And we come up on this car that is parked on the side of the road and there's this lady standing in the middle of the street with which back then um a disposable camera and she's Ooh, like aged yourself i know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and she's taking pictures of the sky and me and my two friends are like lady get the fuck out of the road what are you doing like we're gonna hit you right she didn't even move when we're like we were going slow but we were like creeping up on her thinking she would move out of the way so finally, I look over to what she's looking at, and sure as shit, dude, there is a triangle black mass in the sky with light, lights around it, and it's silent, and it's just hovering, and it's close, like way too fucking close for her comfort. Wow. Like I can see details on the motherfucker, okay? <laughs> this wasn't like over yonder somewhere. Like this was like wow. in your face. 
Okay. (laughs) 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 So then I go, don't fucking slow down because I don't want to be anal probed and like sucked up into the thing. Right. So we take off and we're all like, oh my God, what the fuck? We're like, did you see that? Did you see that? We saw that. So we get to my house and remember we're like 16, 17. We wake up my parents and I'm like, we saw a UFO. And my parents are like, are you on drugs right now? Like what's going on? It's like, you know, it's like midnight and like, I'm like, no, I swear. So the next morning we get up and we're eating breakfast and on the news, there was a sighting of a UFO uh, in the same description of what we saw. So I was like, see? Who's crazy not- now, dad? And, yeah, <laughs> I was on drugs, but I finally saw it, I swear. Fuck so you. years later, because uh, I had my own apartment. So this was years later, I was watching uh, the Discovery, maybe? I don't know. But um, it was like top five UFO sightings. And there was a sighting of around the same time that I had seen that of a triangle thing that went across Missouri and into Alton, and there was all these like sightings of it, and oh, I, it was the same one I saw. There so was, it was a sighting validation. of it in Highland, Illinois, too. And my um, at that time, my sister's boyfriend had seen it in the sky, but it wasn't close enough for him to see what it looked like. But he was driving home from work, and it was that same. It was the same one. Wow. It was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. And I mean, I'm not calling alien because it could be technology that we don't know we have yet. Yeah. But I, I mean, it was definitely a UFO. It was definitely triangular in shape, had lights around it, black, didn't make a sound, did not move, was just hovering there. And it was off in the field and it was super close. And it just like is the craziest thing I've, one of the craziest things I've ever experienced. Fuck that. That's all I can say. Like aliens, awesome. like Josh aliens. No, terrified. fuck off, Jason. No. She's gone. <laughs> like deuces, bitch. Like we're out. No, fucking. Are, yeah. they turned out. I bet you if you Google it, you might you be able to laugh. Maybe. got a picture of you there. Oh. <laughs> well, Good. Time to do some research. Look, 16-year-old Gina coming home from the club. We probably don't want to see that photo. <laughs> <laughs> like, I fucking, I don't know what it is about it. Like, I think it's more of, like, the absolute unknown. Like, yeah. people... Okay experiencing all of this i mean for christ's sake they just released what 12 million pages of fucking uh like all these declassified fucking cia files and of those like 12 million pages or what have you they're like oh there's right under a hundred that they have no explanation for whatsoever that's still fucking outstanding to me that's a hundred I said when they when they came out with that. Yeah, it's still hey, like exactly, and that is fascinating to me because this is our government, okay? <laughs> like they should be able to fucking, you know, see something or whatever. I mean, regardless, they know what's going on, you know. Yeah. And so, in my mind, I'm thinking this shit is absolutely fucking real, <laughs> and I fucking hate aliens so much. They piss me off and they scare me. <laughs> They scare if you me guys to want death. to help me get him abducted, that is the yeah. plan for the rest of this That's year. That's the the next documentary film we're going to be shooting is uh, yeah, getting me abducted. That'll Honey be great. Abduction? It's going to happen. Like we're going to we're going to go interview people that have been abducted, and we're going to recreate the situations and put Josh in the middle of them. Here's the deal. And, and Here's the deal. Only though. wearing tin foil. Wait, only tinfoil? Oh, no, this is all news to me. Here's the deal. Um, here's the deal, dirtbag. 
Like, you're going to feel like a shithead, like, when I actually get fucking beamed up in one of these sons of bitches. Like, you are going to feel no, like shit. No one's going to feel like a shithead. They're going to be excited. Just go Facebook Live. Go We're going to make so much money. We'll have it on money. camera, and I'll be sitting pretty back here on Earth. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. That'll be a good time. So, we have to say someone's name right now. Shout We're out. Elijah. 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 <laughs> Elijah. What's up, Elijah. I think uh, I think he also goes by was it sexy railroad worker number six? Is that what it was? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did it actually say sexy in the credits, or is that just him? I I think that was all his own fucking take on it. So yeah. And I told stuff. him I wanted an autograph. I have received yeah. it. So he's I, fucking I stingy. He's stingy with the autographs. He's fucking and I'm not hanging either. No, no. Sorry. You don't want to do that. Sorry about it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, now, Loser. So now for all the fun stuff. Like, if people are legitimately, you know, having weird shit happen in their homes, in their offices, what have you, how can they get a hold of you? How can they call you in? We don't exist. Anywhere. He's like, we, this, this you interview. Know, you can apparently find my phone number online somewhere. So go ahead and Google search that. Everyone, please call me. Oh uh, my God, that's great. We have, <laughs> figure that out. Figure out where the fuck that is and remove it, please. Right. right. Uh, we have a website. It's threegirlsinthedark.com with the number three. Don't spell it out. Which that might exist. I don't know. Maybe we should try that. T H R E E. We have Facebook, same thing, the number three, Girls in the Dark. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, all of it. We got a Skype now. Uh, what do we? What do you have? Tumblr. Tumblr. We have a Tumblr. Yes. We have a Pinterest. Yeah. We used to have a Vine, but now Vine is no more. We're on every social media platform. Vine is gone. Is. Vine is um, no more. Yes, we're. Yeah, we're basically you can find us anywhere. Nice. Google for Girls in the Dark. Everything will come up. Very, very yeah, nice. We got YouTube. We, we do have a Periscope still, but we don't use it because Facebook Live. Is that live. still a thing? Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Who That's needs awesome. it when you got Facebook Live now? Exactly. It's all right there on Facebook nowadays. Yeah. Yep. What the fuck? My computer's freaking out. It's the aliens. They know you were talking about them. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. <laughs> it should be fun. <laughs> I had a sound clip and it's not playing. It was Quagmire talking to aliens and it's not working. <laughs> it's not working. Yeah. Damn it. It's all right. You just recreated, Josh. That's nah, okay. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. Here. So, do you guys just not do the anal probe anymore? Is that. No, that's more or less been retired. I see. I see. Do you still have the thing? Do you still have the thing, though? Like, that's what. <laughs> do you still got the thing? I love it. I love it. Oh, my God. Jason, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Um, I told Gina that we would talk about time travel if we had time, and she still wanted to talk about it because yeah, we were talking on uh, Facebook about it a little bit. And how did how – did, uh, you, you guys were just sitting around talking about time travel? Or? Um, so two weeks ago in our meeting, we meet once a week. Um, our meeting got completely derailed because Shauna here brought up the Mandela effect. Oh, yeah. And yes. I freaked out because Oscar Meyer Wiener is M-E-Y-E-R. No. no, It's no. M-A-Y-E-R. Anyway, 
So this is the argument. I know. So anyway, that kind of snowballed into all these discussions, and one of them was it, time traveling back in time to change the logo from an E to an A to fuck with everybody. <laughs> or the, par- the parallel universe thing, the, too. Yeah. So anyway, it kind of got snowballed, and we... We venture off into other paranormal areas. So our meetings actually never go as planned. It seems like we're no. always just a bunch of idiots by the end of the night. <laughs> so um, we were talking about the Mandela effect and how a theory could be somebody going back in time and changing these things as a social experiment to see if other people are noticing. Yeah. But um, I think my question was: Is that can if that was true? Can you still have some sort of idea or feeling that something has been changed? Like, does it zero out completely and you're like, yeah, this is how it always was? Or can you just kind of be like, man, something's not right. I feel like it should be this way and mean it and not be a crazy person, but be like, I just really think something was this way or should be this way. Or maybe it's even like, I guess I kind of was explaining it like having a memory that's locked away and you can't get to it, but you know it's there. Yes. So can can I don't time travel and changing things be like that, or do you think it's completely zeroed out and you would never have an idea? Or maybe everyone just has retarded memories and <laughs> they just people just yeah. can't remember it correctly. And but but if you think about it, some of the things are like very logical ways to spell something, and that's why they're thinking that it was always spelled that way, like sure. M-E-Y-E-R. Yeah, there's a lot of Myers that are spelled M-E-Y-E-R. Yes. So, so that's probably why people would think that they remember it M-E-Y-E-R versus M-A-Y-E-R, and they're like, no, 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 it's supposed to be the other way. Like, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of speculation about it just being people with bad memory, which no, I'm on I know. the fence about it. Like, I, I believe that no. weird shit like that exists, but I still am kind of on the fence on the whole situation. I remember distinctly about five years ago, I remember hearing George Lopez died. He had a kidney transplant and he died and Sandra Bullock and he were on that show. Sandra Bullock was the executive director of his show, the George Lopez show. Right. And I remember this big story about him coming out. I'm older than these girls, so. (laughs) (laughs) Only by like a few years. So I remember them talking about George Lopez being dead and about a month ago, I saw him on a stand-up comedy thing and I'm like, what the fuck? He's dead. I remember he's a ghost. Dead. And so I, I was doing all this research and I found the Mandela effect and other people remember him dying and being dead because of the same thing. Like and same circumstances and everything surrounding that his supposed death. Right. And I remember so distinctly, like I remember his cause of death and Sandra Bullock making this big deal about it because they were working on the show together and he's alive and well today. It's so bizarre. I think one of the things that I thought was, one of the things that really flabbergasted me was the Sally Field speech. The, you like me, you really like me. Yeah. That's not what she fucking said. She said, you like me right now. You like me. I fucking went back and looked at the video. I was like, no, no, no. Or the Berenstein Bears. Yeah, that's what fucked me up. Damn Berenstain totally Bears. Berenstain. Did you ever find the book? Yeah. No. Did you say you had it? I have one. I have an actual Berenstain. What else? Berenstain. From, from a kid because I had those books. And I still have them. They're packed away in a basement somewhere and I haven't gone to look at them. But if I go back and look and it's S-T-A-I-N, I'm, I'm going to shit my pants. Like, I swear to you. Actually, I would shit my pants more if it was spelled the way we thought. So then you have proof that it was felt the way we thought versus what everyone says it is now. Yeah. 
I don't know. We know. Fucked up. Okay, but back to my back to what we were discussing on our our Facebook thing was: Do you think it's possible to have these memories locked away, or in theory, if that's possible, that time travel and go back and change something? Do you think it would be zeroed out? Or are you, you saying it would have you are the person that traveled? No, I'm saying like, like if somebody went back and changed, it. yeah, would you remember it being M E Y E R? Like, would that memory be locked away somewhere and you would just have a feeling you would know something was different? I've had time to think about this now. And something did pop into my head that kind of makes sense to me if this stuff actually happened. So take past life memories. Your soul remembers something from the past life when it was. And, that you know, at some point it was off the planet probably and then it came back. If that's true, if that's true, if you can remember things from past lives, you would think that it would have some record in there of something that had changed. That something inside of you may recognize that even though you can't remember it changing. Right. So I think that's as possible as any of the other time travel stuff. But but theoretical, scientifically speaking, the... um, any scientist you talk to now on time travel, you know, obviously they can't prove it, but they would say that you wouldn't know because it had always been that way in your life. Though I do know time, uh, Stephen Hawking, a few years ago, threw a party for time travel. Yeah, he threw his time traveler's party! Yes, and he and he didn't advertise it at all until afterwards because and nobody showed up. So yeah. Poor guy, all alone. What if nobody just wanted to come to his party? What if we're like, we're totally going to fuck with this dude? He thinks he's got us. Right. That's he why he waited until afterwards uh, to tell anybody. You got people lined up. Hawking, I want to party with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, I mean, I. it's a big circle. Yeah. And, unfortunately, <laughs> unless somebody does it and proves that it's real there's no way we can know it's just the same as anything else in the paranormal field really yeah it's all theory yeah yep you can't take my memories no we're living it and that's all that matters well i remember china dying like two or three years ago too this is a it's weird with celebrity deaths because i i freak out i don't know why (laughs) and i remember a few weeks ago i'm driving to work and i hear china who was a wrestler. I didn't really watch her, but I heard she died. And I'm like, no, she fucking died like two or three years ago. I remember this was a fucking thing because I remember two or three years ago. She died. Yeah. She fucking. There's like the the celebrity death hoax things that happen too. No, but I remember like distinctly, it wasn't just a, cause I always look at those because I've been hoaxed before. (laughs) I've been hoaxed before. Like I thought that like, like all these people died. They didn't. (laughs) So I'm. It's weird. Celebrity deaths are my thing. So what I do know. you? What do you remember about China? Because he remembers. I remember her dying of like a drug overdose or something. That's exactly what I remember. It was like I a remember. few years ago when she was still doing that reality show around this, that time. Yes, this was years. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And you're yeah. saying that she. Fuck. She me, just man, died a few weeks ago. Or a few no, months it ago. was last summer when she died. No, it was like I'm recent. Like, it was this past recent. summer. Was yeah. it? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Just That's the past summer. Now. Yeah, so yeah. it wasn't Just, like yeah, it was I remember the last year being gone a few years. It was like years ago. Like it wasn't just recent. And I was like, I thought she was dead. I remember yeah. her being dead. It was just weird. Yeah, I'm kind of fucked right now. 
This is really yeah. weird. Welcome to the club. Yeah. <laughs> now go home and think about that. <laughs> oh, shit. See, I don't have any of those that I could think of other than the Charles Lindbergh one, the baby. I thought they never found the body. That it was a complete disappearance, and they never found the baby's they body. Didn't. But no, they, they did. They huh? did. They did. When? They found no. it not too long after the baby was just uh, was uh, taken. It was within months, and the baby was dead. Okay, can I ask you a weird question? How like how old are you? I'm 34. Okay, I'm I'm around that age too. So I'm wondering if like certain people at certain ages. Because I remember that, because I was obsessed with a Lombard baby, too. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember them never finding it. It was like a mystery. There was TV shows about it. They never found the Lindbergh baby, ever. And oh, you were saying right. they found it? I'm double-checking right now, but we did, we've did. we done this on the show a few times. And uh, That's the I, that was the only one that at the time that I they went didn't back remember the, the way it was. <laughs> <laughs> Just for this interview, they were like, we know they're going to talk about it. We're yeah. going to go back and fuck up their whole thing. We're going to fuck it all up. That is really Body weird. Body discovered though. May 12th, 1932. Died March 2nd, 1932. What? No, I don't remember that. Look it ashes, up. ashes scattered in the Atlantic Ocean. I remember saying they never found the baby. Ever. I don't remember them finding the baby either. Because I do so like unsolved weird. mysteries a lot. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. And... I actually did a book report on the Lumberg baby, but <laughs> younger because I'm weird. We're all weird. That's why we're, that's yeah. why we're in this together. together. Yeah. Wow. You just, yeah. Mind blown. We're a bunch of weirdos. That's like me, you and Manson. That's so that was in high school. Yeah. Oh, there's. Oh. A, are you one of the Manson girls? Yeah, are you? I didn't know you were a Manson girl. Okay. That was her first marriage. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, shit. That's why I wanted to do the tape house. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We're actually in. Um, are we going to talk about it? Oh, okay. No, maybe not. No. Never mind. You might see us in California later this year. Nice. Tell me about it. I'm going to go. He's saying, yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm dying. I'm dying. <laughs> Jeff joined. Hi, Jeff. Uh, Jeff, our tech guy, is in the Facebook live feed. Oh, hi, Jeffy! Jeffy is our cougar killer, by the way. Hi, Jeffy. Cougar uh, killer. Imagine calling yeah. the cougar killer. No explanation he's needed. He, well, yeah, that's true. He's, he's retired, retired now, yeah. but he's he's a little baby, and he is. A <laughs> Time to hang killer. the gloves up, huh? Time yeah. to hang it up. <laughs> that's awesome. Kudos, Jeff. <laughs> Kudos. Oh my goodness. I'm just messing all sorts of shit up over here. Way to go. Yep. <laughs> Sean is so messed up about that one. The Lindbergh baby. I have to go do some research. Someone, Justin, Every week Justin Elliot remembers Billy Graham died. Do what? Um, Justin Elliot remembers Billy Graham died. What? Billy Graham's still alive, right? Yeah, he's still alive. I think I remember dying too. Shut up, man! <laughs> <laughs> Dead. <laughs> Damn it. Hey, uh, what are we doing about Paracon and KC? Yeah. That shit's happening. <laughs> it's the first weekend in March, and not March, August, yes. and 
I haven't met with the guy yet. We've talked a bit about he's, it. He's got a guy. He's got a guy. Um, We're gonna try. Well, I am. I am the guy on that. So he is the guy. Very nice. If you if you girls want to come or speak, uh, just let me know and I'll make it. We're gonna try to. I yeah. think that's something great. Yeah, yeah, we definitely want to. Um, I don't think we have anything scheduled for that weekend. So the reason I started it was way back in the day when I started this group. Nobody or nobody talked to each other in this field. Nobody <laughs> wanted to work with anybody. And this will this will be the sixth year for it. And now I've come around. Most of the people in Kansas City in different groups, I all the ones that are left are all great people, and they all come and hang out and have a good time. So Josh, that's how I met Josh. Aww. I had him speak at the second one. So that's awesome. We're definitely not that team. We love working with people and sharing stories and evidence and. Um, things that we try and do. We're not like, you know, I don't know, stuffy and like, Ugh. I've had people tell me that, oh, you can't investigate there. That's our territory. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Paranormal territory? Are you kidding? Like, what? what is that? It's fucking like, West Side sure Story. People, <laughs> my money, they're going to allow me to come and investigate. Like, Priority doesn't matter when I'm throwing dollars at the owners, okay? Like, get your priority shit out of here. Property. Or how about we're all searching for the same answers, so why the fuck can't we get along? Exactly. Oh, look at you got, you have, um, a Slimer back there. I have that same Slimer. At my, at my hand. And a state pop. Oh, yeah. I have him on my desk at work. I'm kind of a Ghostbuster freak, yeah. Got all sorts of fun but toys. I, just think, I don't know. I think all that stuff's stupid, and anybody who acts like that needs to get off, get over themselves. And yeah, I don't it's know. not about trying to find the best evidence to beat other teams. It's about all coming together and helping each other find answers to the questions. Exactly. We probably will never find answers to. But yeah. I would like to say we all have a common goal, but that's not true because some people just want fame out of it and think it's cool. So, um, you know, they want to do certain things and hold evidence and like. I don't know, be stupid, but yeah. so we don't all have the same goal, but we're not the like ones that. that do want to, you know, find answers That's to why you questions see us working they have. with a lot of other teams. Absolutely. We yeah. love networking, we love making friends, and we actually end up partying with these people half the time, too. So it's like, it's not just paranormal, it's right. building Social. friendships and... Yeah. yeah. We experience. have a lot of good times. We can't all be, you know, sexy railroad worker numbers today. <laughs> 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 I tried. Well, that's kind of kind of what I I'm not sexy railroad worker number six, but I've kind of like me, Josh, Justin, Rick, a bunch of us. We kind of yeah. we've all been affiliated with different groups, but now we're kind of just paranormal freelancers that go out and work with anybody. Yep. and that's cool. Yeah. Well, I think it's and it's it's, it's most important to you know. You take Team A's fucking evidence over here and Team B's evidence. Try to correlate the two. Try to find some fucking yeah, commonalities here. Yes, exactly. And what may have worked for this team doesn't work for that team or what have you. But it's like if we could just get to that point and what if more teams, I should say, could get to that point. Fuck, we would just... Oh, my God. We could do so much with this field. And... It's the, it's the petty little bullshit or whatever that's setting us back decades. 
fucking There's so decades. much unnecessary drama in, oh, and I don't want to say in paranormal because there's unnecessary drama everywhere, in life everywhere, everywhere in the world. It seems to be heightened in the paranormal. Holy shit. Yeah, it does. <laughs> like crazy stuff. I don't stuff. know why and I don't understand it, but I see so much of it. The fuck was that? Allergic to drama. Basically. Sorry. That was awesome. It's all over Facebook, though, and I just sit back and watch, basically. Yeah, we, sure. yeah we'll sit back and watch. We never no, we have a... it We get work. our popcorn and we're like... <laughs> Oh shit. We have a group here in town that's been around for a a little while. Um, And I've only really gotten away from, because I didn't ever meet them before, but last year I invited them to the conference for free just to get out and meet. And they turned it down and said that um, we couldn't come out because just us attending supports another group. So. Oh, yeah. Cross shit like that. Them. I actually got yelled at by somebody and unfriended by somebody because I was friends with another person on Facebook that I didn't even really communicate with the other person. But I was just the fact that I had accepted their friendship. Some someone deleted me and yelled at me about wow. it. That's so stupid. And I won't say any names because I'm not going to call anybody out because I'm not a part of that drama. So yeah, petty fine. AF. Petty yeah, they, uh, they'll all get weeded out eventually, anyway. Exactly. Yeah. They do. And you know what? That's what I was just going to say. You watch all this happening. And then you automatically know, you can tell who's, I don't want to say in the wrong, but I mean, you know, actions speak louder than words. And the fact that like we aren't involved in any of that drama, like this person expected me to know that that other person was not their friend. I'm like, I don't even know who you're talking about. Yeah. I have no idea what you're talking about and you're involving me in this and I don't want to have anything to do with it. Like, and then, yeah, then you're the bad. They like try to bring other people into it because it's like feeding it. Yeah. Can't. Well, speaking of Paranormal Unity, are you guys on ParanormalWarehouse.com? They're one of our sponsors, and it's a social network for paranormal people. Well, uh, no. I don't know. I don't think so. Well, we are now. Your pitch just enticed me, and I'm going to... (laughs) Do we have to, like, enter ourselves, or how does that work? Um, You can enter... You can do personal profiles and build a team, and 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 it's, you know, it's not... It's not as active as Facebook, but it the, lots of people go there all the time. And so far, I haven't come across any drama, and it's building and building, and uh, there are sponsors. So, That's yeah. awesome. So yeah. it's Paranormal Whorehouse? Is that what you're <laughs> Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Uh, Mike Diamond, who, uh, that who runs that with this. He's been coming. From, he, he lives in New York, and he's been coming to speak at my conference and no charge for the last six years. Yeah. So uh, he's a great guy, and this is a great website, and they have all kinds of forums, and you can post videos, build your teams, and and yeah. just talk general about anything paranormal on there. You know what I think would be cool um, when it comes to finding other teams is I wish there was, like, a paranormal, like, uh, video game where you could, like, put your teams in, and then we could battle Apex, like, on an investigation. <laughs> Pew, 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 and, like, get ghosts and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Someone made the paranormal uh, video game, so we can all do that. That's so funny. We were supposed to be part of one, remember? <laughs> yeah, there was an app. Someone, Someone contacted us on Twitter, and they wanted us to be part of the app, and we sent pictures to them and everything, and I never saw the game. <laughs> Nick just wanted your pictures. Yeah, that's well, no, they, made <laughs> they made us take pictures of us. They don't run it like this. They don't, yeah. yeah, they don't get it. They don't understand. 
understand the internet. We had to jump. <laughs> they don't get it. Jump and take pictures like this. They, why were we naked? I don't know. And then we never saw the app. Yeah. yeah. So our our faces. Our faces are on paranormalporn.com. Things are like sagging. So (laughs) if you all go to pornanormal.com, you'll be able to find those pictures. Um, Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Um, Did you happen, uh, Emily, did you happen to give them your phone number? Because I think that maybe who (laughs) called you last night. Oh, that before the pictures. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Mima over here whoring me out with my phone number. Thank you very much. Got it. Uh, Got this it. is how we actually make our money on this. <laughs> yeah. That Please equipment, call. it gets expensive. God damn it. <laughs> waiting, waiting for that. Yeah. Hi, my name's 50 cents a minute. That's right. That's right. 50 cents a minute. Uh, <laughs> Holy shit. Well, thank you girls very much. I think we're going to wrap the show. Um, and get my Thanks for having us. Get yeah. my butt to bed here. Finally. I mean, I know we had to reschedule 50 times. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> like, seriously, we called it. We started calling it the curse of the three girls because every oh, fucking oh, time, oh, every yeah. time we booked you, some bullshit came up. And it was always on our end. So it's it's our apologies to you. We had to reschedule before. I'll take one, one time. We did have to <laughs> It was absolutely yeah. ridiculous, though. So thank you so much. I'm f- glad we finally got to do this, though. You're welcome. Thank, thank you, you for having us. Thank you so for having fun. Yeah. Well, I hope you guys have a great you. night. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Bye. 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 Bye, guys. Bye, everyone. Bye. 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 Oh, my God. Well, there you have it. There you have it. Three girls in the dark. Oh, man, that was good. <laughs> I can't. I yeah, can't go to threegirlsinthedark.com and they're three girls in the dark on every social media. So yeah, look them sure. up and hopefully we can get them worked out with doing the Casey Pericon this year. Oh, yeah. I think it'd be fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, I'd on like that, to mention uh, that we are on the podbros.com, podbros network. Go check them out. Language of Bromance on the next news episode. Oh, yes. Yes. I just remember that. Oh, my God, it's going to be fun. You got to get to feeling better, my friend. You sound like just shit. Yeah. I love you. Nothing? Not yet, huh? Still too soon. I, okay. had, I, uh, no. I felt a little bit of um, a little bit of uh, burp there. Kind of, oh, a little twin, but it went away. Somebody's fucking calling me. I don't know who it is. All right, but anyway, whatever. Well, I tell you what, guys, we're gonna let you go. I hope you have a great rest of your night, great rest of your day, whenever it is that you're listening. Have a great weekend, and we will talk to you all very, very soon. Peace out. 